Welcome back to another episode of Living Madly. I am your host, Mad, and today we're going to talk about why you should grow a garden. But before we get into all that, I do have a few updates for you. Last weekend, Graham and I went to Crested Butte, Colorado. We stayed in the hostel that they had right downtown. We went skiing on Saturday, and then we went out. Um, Crested Butte is one of the most fantastic mountain towns I've ever been to. Um, Living in Colorado, I've gotten to experience a few around here, but this one... This one was definitely my favorite the people were really nice the vibe was really good like I love a good vibe I just fucking love a good vibe I love being able to come off a mountain and go straight to opera to party and just not have to worry about doing my hair or makeup or any of that like some mountain towns like Aspen you have to really get jazzed up before you go out on town but Crested Butte was chill. It was a little bit more chill than that. And it reminded me a little bit of like Steamboat. Because Steamboat's got a really great vibe. Um, ah, it was just perfect. I'm I'm pretty obsessed with it. It reminded me a lot of my hometown, which I think is why I liked it so much. The people there reminded me a lot of the people in my hometown. Um, we went to this bar, restaurant bar called The Breadery. Shout out to The Breadery such a great spot the owner of the whole establishment she has opened a few restaurants up in that town in the past but she finally got her hands on this location and she knew that she wanted it to be like called the breadery and she obviously is a bread maker she loves bread so she had her grandmother from Europe. I'm pretty sure somewhere in Russia is what the bartender was telling us. But I could be totally butchering this whole story. So whatever. You'll get the gist. Anyway, he was saying how the owner of this place really likes to bake bread because her grandmother was a bread baker. And her grandmother has a sourdough starter that is 60 years old this year and all the bread that she makes for this restaurant is bread that comes from that 60 year old sourdough starter so I'm telling you this bread was incredible it was incredible it was so flavorful I don't know I was just such a fan of all of their food we had their sourdough bread on a flatbread pizza situation and then I also got dessert (laughs) and the dessert was cinnamon rolls and they used the sourdough for that and it was just a fabulous meal another fun thing about this restaurant was that the bartender was pouring these tequila shots and putting um ginger in it and calling them health shots and it was really really funny because like everyone was ordering a health shot and so then I started ordering health shots and then all of a sudden I look around and Graham and I are the last two people at the bar with this bartender just slamming health shots and I was like oh wow we need we need to go we are the last two people in here I mean it was fun I love shutting down a bar but 
yeah and so the town was super cool they have so many really cute coffee and tea shops bookstores Ugh. Uh, I didn't go into any of the boutiques really because we didn't have time well it was actually really funny because a lot of the boutiques were just like closed at some of the most busy hours I don't know it was pretty funky but didn't get to see any of those they had a really great hat shop that I wanted to go in but like Sunday morning when we were leaving uh, the hat shop was closed so I didn't get to go in and see anything but it's like next next time we're there I'm going there I'm gonna buy a hat because they're all custom hats and I am just in the I'm in the market for a new hat so if you have a really fun wide-brimmed hat that you like please let me know what brand I I was into lack of colors but then I decided to like not because I want to get it from a small small maker so yeah uh this past weekend was also fun honestly Friday night we went out and we hit it hard Saturday we made a a mega bed at my house and did not get out of that bed until 9.30pm when we decided to play Catan it was perfect day in my opinion it was the most absolute perfect day (laughs) I love mega bed days Shabba you wanna say hi you wanna say hi say hi Say hello. Hello. Say hello. Yes, say hello. Come here. Come say more. Ask everyone how their day is. Say hi. Are you giving it a kiss? Oh, that's such a good takeaway. They're going to learn so much from you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What else? So, then on Sunday, we decided to go to A-Basin because we haven't been there before. And we were like, we're going to get the beach spot. And if you don't know what the beach spot is at A-Basin, it's literally... So, A-Basin, you can pull your car right up to the, the lifts. It's sick. They have a parking lot that you pull up, you park on the snow. You... It's called the beach. It's... And it's a beach for the ski mountain. So pull up right there. You're right there. And so we had this massive, we had this awesome, brilliant plan that we were going to get to the beach. We didn't wake up early enough, but our homies, Paulina and Arnold, shout out to Paulina and Arnold, woke up at 4.30 in the morning, got their ass on the road by 5 and parked in the third beach spot which is probably one of the most perfect spots in the whole entire parking lot. So they got a spot and we were hype. We brought Shawboy to come party with us because Shawboy is our mascot and he loves skiing. Everything was going great. Everything was going great. We were having such a fun day on the mountain. We got a lot of good turns in. The snow was okay. It wasn't great but it was okay it was better than what we were used to because honestly denver has been getting more snow than the mountains lately and it's just been tragic it's been tragic to watch like right now i'm looking outside and there's probably six inches on the ground whereas the mountains maybe got two inches last night whatever it's been it's been global warming that's what it's been it's fucked up but anyway 
so we come in for lunch and Graham made chili Arnold brought burgers we were gonna just have some chili and burgers and it was gonna be delicious Shawboy started playing with some dogs and all of a sudden he like ran into a batch of skis and I was like oh shit that's not good because skis and snowboards they they get sharpened to carve through the ice and he's never gone by skis before and so this was the first time he like really like ran into them he fell into them and I, at first I was like oh that's not good um and it wasn't good he he did come out of it okay like nothing like like he didn't look hurt but you just saw this little little bloody spot just appear on the inside of his back left leg and I was like fuck he got nicked and so we didn't really think much of it because he was still running around playing with all the dogs he was like fine put him back in the car we go skiing like we ended lunch we put him back in the car and, and we went we went, we went back out. We went back out for a few more turns. We take the first lift up and I look back. So we had to like split up our group and I look back and our poor friend Allegra, Leggykins, that's her, that's her code name, Leggy. She is on the ground. She's on the ground. She got off the lift and she's on the ground. Apparently she tripped. Then she comes over to us and she just poor legs. I, legs. I just like I can't believe that this happened to you and I'm so fucking sorry <laughs> but she's just looking at us and she looks like a little sad and a little hurt and I'm like what's wrong and she's holding her wrist in this really really weird position it's almost like just she's just like holding it out and it's just flopping around she's just like holding it out looking at it and I'm like are you okay is your wrist okay and she goes uh it kind of hurts. My wrist kind of hurts. And I'm like, well, can you move it up and down? Like, do you think it's broken? And she's like, no, it's not broken. I can move it. And she's like wiggling it up and down. And we're like, okay, do you want to go to the top? And she's like, no, I'm going to ski down. And in that moment, I fucking know. Cause Allegra's leggy's like a badass. Leggy always goes to the top. Leggy's an expert skier. Like this bitch is never turning down going to the top you know of the mountain she's like always down she's always down she loves to go fast she's so awesome to watch ski she's my favorite person to watch ski she just like loves to go fast gets in hard curves turns whatever and she was like no I'm gonna go down and I'm like holy shit holy shit I feel like I should go down with you and she's like no and and our other friend berries cherry cherry berry berry she's like no let's go to the top I want to go to the top and I'm like okay fine we'll go to the top so we get to the top I'm starting to have some feelings I'm like hey you know what I'm gonna ski down to Allegra just see what the fuck is up I ski all the way down I find Allegra in the car I peek at her face she is completely 100% in discomfort and I'm like okay we need to make moves I look down at her wrist the wrist is fucked it's mangled it's completely mangled like I've never seen a wrist look like this and she is such a fucking trooper for not making a bigger deal out of this if if I was in her position and if that was my wrist, I'd be screaming bloody murder down the ski mountain. I was shocked that she didn't put up a bigger fuss about this. 
but it's legs and she's hardcore so she <laughs> she's just a fucking queen and so I'm like okay well the medical tent is right there we should probably like just go and she's like okay so we walk over the medical person takes one wrist and she goes oh yeah that is that is detached that is she was like yeah that's uh there's some deformation in there and they're probably gonna have to you have to go to the hospital and we're like oh shit i get back to shabway to take him out to go potty before we like head to the hospital and i look down at his leg and he licked the wound wide open so now not only does my friend has have a fucked up wrist my dog has a hole in his leg and now i'm shitting my pants because i don't know what to do and it's getting late and if you know if you live in colorado and if you take 70 there's always fucking traffic on the way home so I start to panic just a little, just a little, just a little bit. Luckily, one of our friends, neighbor, Rao Bao, he'll be on the podcast soon. He had friends staying in Breckenridge and the hospital that we were supposed to take a leg or two was in Frisco, which is right by Breckenridge. And so he was saying, he's like, hey, drop a leg row off at the hospital. I'll take her home because we'll go hang out like uh, Cherry Cherry and Raubau would go hang out at the friend's house in Frisco while Leggykins gets work done at the hospital. And I was like, sick, because we got to get Shaboy home because I think we have to take Shaboy to the hospital. <laughs> and so, yeah, like luckily that all worked out. We get home. Graham and I start crying because <laughs> we're exhausted and now somebody has to take this dog to the hospital um Graham is a fucking trooper and did it he took him he took him to the hospital we find out Shabwe has to get three stitches we have to leave him there because they're not gonna be able to operate on him until 11 30 p.m but they were like you could come it's 24 hour like animal hospital so they were like but you can come in and pick him up around 1 a.m and I was like fuck I got up at 6 a.m. this morning and now here I am. <laughs> Whatever. It was just a really long, long Sunday. And I learned, I learned a lot. Don't let Shaboy run around skis. And yeah, always be ready for shit to go down. Just always be ready for like shit to take a turn. Always be ready. Always be ready. You have to be when when you're doing extreme sports like this you you have you just you have to be ready for anything to fucking happen at any moment because yeah it's mother nature it's it's snow it's a mountain it's bigger than you anything could happen avalanches anything so you just have to be like really on your a game really prepared really tuned in um and that's my advice when you're going snowboarding with a bunch of friends or skiing with a bunch of friends like it's it's it looks really fun but at the end of the day it is an extreme sport and 
you just have to remember that and you just gotta you know just do that shit so oh my god i've talked for 20 minutes um so now everyone is good leggy's gotta get surgery so send her all your good vibes maybe i'll post a picture of her wrist if she'll let me just so you can see it and understand the severity of the situation and send Shaboy all your well wishes because he is in recovery mode. He's been fantastic in recovery mode. I'm not going to lie. I feel very blessed with this dog because he is a little fucking angel. He, I've tricked him into thinking that his medicine is treats and he's been just like taking his treats without, without me putting it in anything. You know, like a lot of people have to put their their medicines and like a slice of turkey or cheese or peanut butter and he's just been like fucking eating them (laughs) it kills me because i'm like oh my god this dog he's just a little human it's really crazy i mean you heard him chatting he's a little human boy but he's been sleeping he knows that he's hurt so he's been taking it easy and he like he was doing great with the cone but he wasn't really trying to get out his legs so i took the cone off his head and he hasn't really like been bothered by the stitches like he hasn't been licking them he hasn't been doing much um He's been such a trooper and he's sleeping right now like a little baby angel and it's so fucking cute and I can't, I can't, I look at him and I melt. It's crazy. Okay, are we ready to talk about gardens? (laughs) Are we ready? Do we want to talk? We want to talk about gardens. I cannot even tell you how excited I am for my garden this year. This is going to be year three of me doing this. And I feel like I've learned a lot. And I feel like now that I've learned so much, I have so much to share. So many tips and tricks and ideas to share with you. So if you have a backyard and if you want to start a garden but have no idea where to begin, this episode is perfect for you. If you live... Oh my God, sorry, I had a burp. If you live in like an apartment or a tiny, tiny place and you want to have a garden, this podcast is for fucking you because I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to make a garden work anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. You'll be able to do a garden anywhere. So first thing is first, you have to check out your sunlight situation. Where are you going to put these plants? Does it get a lot of light? Does it get a lot of shade? Do you have a water source nearby? You know, like a hose or a sink. Like, how are you going to water it? You have to take these factors into account. For me, at my first house, I had a very tiny backyard. I had a spigot out in the back and I had one patch of area that got a lot of sunlight and then another patch that got a lot of shade. So then what I did was I went online and I looked up 
vegetables that would grow in really harsh direct sun because Colorado were like a mile into the sky and a lot of plants here can't actually survive here because the sunlight is so harsh on them so I found vegetables that would work for this area Google is going to be your best tool while you're doing all of this I swear it's a great resource use it and just it's easy to google you know what what vegetables can live in Denver Colorado but insert your own hometown or whatever you know um then I tried to figure out my vessels so like the garden that I first the the garden does have so Two years ago, I lived in a house, same house I'm talking about. I don't know why I'm fucking giving you a whole nother intro, but it did not, we did not have any garden beds. We didn't have anything like no soil in the backyard. It was just brick and, um, like wood pellets. So what I did was instead of building garden beds, because that shit cost so much money, I went to a like mechanic down the street from me and I asked them if they had old flat tires that I could use um and they said yes and they were like take as many as you want so I took fuck I took 10 and I lined them up around my backyard in the spots that one area the high highlight and then the shady area I like lined them up I put this fabric that I found in my garage at the time you could use like an old towel you can use anything I also just did this out of convenience because I knew I was gonna have to move these tires when we moved out and I didn't want to have to like worry about digging the dirt up but if these tires are gonna like stay in your backyard you don't need to do this step so I put like an old cloth at the bottom of these tires and then I filled it with soil and I did that 10 times and then I let it sit and I threw some eggshells on it. I didn't put any seeds in it. I didn't put any seeds in it. What I've learned is that there's two ways to start a garden. One's a little bit more hardcore than the other. So I'm going to talk about the hardcore kind because we're hardcore people and we're high performers and we like to do it the right. We like to do it. We like to challenge ourselves. There's no right or wrong way. We just like a challenge. I started my garden from seed two years ago and so how I did this was I had a mentor online and he didn't know this but his name is Rooney Bloom and well his name is Eric and he used to go by Rooney Bloom but fucking Instagram just really toyed toyed with his shit so now he's Eric RRR5 <laughs> I think I'll <laughs> I'll write his actual name in the bio or whatever, whatever the whole description. So shout out to you, Rooney. You changed my life. He taught me that I needed to start my seeds in March. Honestly, I need to start some of my seeds this week. Um, it's February. It's February. A lot of vegetables, when you start them from seed, need at least 90 days before they start fruiting or growing or like pro providing their fucking vegetables. So what I do 
is I got a bunch of seeds. You can get them online. You can get them from local farmers, uh, farmers markets. I'm pretty sure we'll have seeds for sale, but you need these bitches now. So go to a garden store, garden supply store, get some seeds. I love my favorite vegetables to grow are squash, tomatoes. I love kale. I love leafy greens. Um, I'm going to do pumpkin this year. I'm going to do radishes, carrots, Swiss chard. I should, oh my God, I have my notes about this literally right next to me and I'm trying to do this all by memory. I'm just really excited about it. Uh, let's see, garden. I have everything labeled. Jalapenos, snap peas, cucumbers, peppers, um, poblano peppers. And then I'm going to do like a bunch of flowers. I'm going to do nasturtium, which is an edible flower, which I'm propagating right now, currently. Um, I'm going to do some cosmos borage, sunflowers. I'm going to do a little, I'm going to do a cannabis plant. I'm going to do hops, chamomile, and then all the fucking herbs. I'm going to do dill, basil, mint, oregano, lavender, milkweed for the butterflies. And yeah, that's my goal. Maybe tobacco too, because I did tobacco last year and that was so much fun to grow. She was a beautiful plant. She grew so big. Like she got taller than me. So yeah, so I... I'm gonna probably from seed. I'm gonna I'm gonna do um, a lot of those from seed, but some I'm gonna have to buy starters because I know some just don't take. Like the tomatoes, I'll probably buy starters. So when I'm talking about the starters, I'm talking about if you go to a nursery a plant nursery and they have like little tomato plants that you can buy that don't have any tomatoes on them. That's a starter. So I did that last year with my garden and that was ideal for the situation because we were moving. When I started my seeds, we were like in moving mode and travel mode and I did not take good enough care of my seedlings last year that none of them survived. So it was nice to get a starter plant in May to put in the ground and start reaping some benefits in like June and July. That garden was fucking awesome last year. I don't know if I have any pictures of it on my Instagram, but they might have like a reel or two if you want to go stock. I loved it. I was out there every morning. Um, So yeah, so back to seed starting what I'm doing this year to start my seeds because I've learned from the past few years is I'm saving eggshells full like intact eggshells when I've been doing my eggs I've been cracking off the top and saving like the base I've washed it out and I've let them dry out and then I have an egg um, a plastic like egg container you know things that you buy at the grocery store that your eggs come in whatever carton an egg carton but it's the plastic ones because they're just going to hold in more moisture and the eggshell in the egg carton um will hold in even more more moisture and like moisture for 
is so good for seedlings. Like you want these seeds to be moist until they sprout and get at least two to three leaves. Then you can start doing water every other day, that whole situation. Um, but you want these things to stay moist until they sprout. And what I also do is I like, we'll put, put soil in the egg did I say that? I don't even know, but I'm pretty sure that was assumed. Soil in the egg itself, seed in the soil. Water that bitch. Make sure you label. I swear to God, this is the most important step in the whole process. Label your seeds. You're going to want to know what's sprouting and when it's sprouting. That is so key. Last year, I was like, "Fuck it, I know what they look like. I won't label anything. I'll know after after three weeks. I'll know exactly what I'm growing." Bitch, I had no fucking idea it was popping out of the ground, and therefore I just couldn't do a good job of taking care of it because I was just confused. I was like, I don't know if it's squash or Swiss chard. It could be anything. Um, so label your eggshells. I think that you can literally just take a marker to the eggshell or to the egg carton, whatever's going to be easiest for you. What's also nice about the whole soil in the egg situation is eggs eggshells are great fertilizers for soil it's a great it's a great fertilizer you can actually take all your um eggshells that you use in the mornings you can wash them out dry them out and then soak them in water like you just like put them in a jar fill the jar with water and then you can take that liquid and water house plants, vegetables, anything. And they, they love it. It's a great fertilizer. It's great for the soil. Same with coffee. Coffee, um, old coffee grinds are also really good for your house plants. So I will like, um, like the few sips of coffee that no one drinks at the end of the pot. I'll actually pour water into the pot and like dilute that and then go around and feed that to my houseplants too because that's really great for fertilizer and you want to know what this might be tmi but another great fertilizer for your houseplants i haven't seen anyone do this in a while but it was a huge fucking fad a few years ago is menstrual blood no idea i have no idea why or who thought of this or who's doing it but and i'm sorry if this is tmi but like you can save the blood from your menstrual cup dilute that in water and go around and pour it on your houseplants and not only will it connect you more to them is what i'm assuming like you'll be fucking connected but um it's just also a really great fertilizer it's kind of crazy though but do it once a month lol Yes, so that's another option. But okay, so what's also really cool about these eggs is that when you go to transplant these little seedlings into your garden beds or whatever you got going on, is that all you have to do is crack the bottom of the egg so the roots can continue to grow and then throw it right in the soil. Like you don't have to take it out of the eggshell or anything. Like, because I used to do it in, um, like the seed starter packs but that was always a bitch to get the soil out it was just a longer process you know like you just have to use a knife you have to cut it out pack the whole plastic thing and then 
put it in the soil and you just like pray that it works where it's like these eggshells you just like crack off the bottom and just drop it right in the soil and then it'll live like there and it's just this nice situation that this this little seedling's got going on and so that is what I'm doing this year and I am so fucking excited for it so that'll be cool for my friends who do not have a backyard or any place to grow a garden this is what you're gonna do you are I'm assuming you maybe have some outdoor space and if not outdoor space you have tons of window options so start your seedlings in your window make a make a designated spot for it for people who live in apartments i i don't know if vegetables are the best move for you but i have seen a lot of herbs be successfully grown in windows um and herbs are so fantastic to have on hand all the time they just are fucking they're beautiful and also they just fresh herbs have so many antioxidants in them um dried herbs don't because through the drying process the antioxidants get kind of lost they're still some are still there but they're just not as bioavailable as a fresh herb is and bio that term bioavailability means how available those nutrients are to be um, absorbed in your system so fresh herbs are always a go-to for me i i don't really fuck with dried herbs we have them in our cabinet because graham loves to use them just for flavor but if you're trying to bump up your health you know just like be more conscious about your health gra- try to gravitate um to fresh herbs instead so that's why it's so awesome to have them on hand they're also really fabulous to use in teas like mint is so fucking fantastic to have on hand because mint lemon water in the morning killer lavender awesome to put in teas um what else oh chamomile i'm growing chamomile this year that should be really fun that's gonna be perfect for teas yeah that's my advice there so people with apartments i'm sorry if you only have a window herbs are going to be for you if you have a balcony what i've seen and what i've been like dying to try is i saw this girl go to goodwill and she got a an old 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 beat up dresser for about four dollars she brought that home she put it on her balcony she painted it she like buffed it up she you know flipped it to look all cute in the drawers she she filled the drawers with soil and then that is where she grew her vegetables and she i mean she had like what did she have i knew she had tomatoes growing out of that she had a lot of things that grew vertically so like straight up she had pretty sure she had a squash she had a lot of leafy greens um and vegetables that could deal with the shade so that's what i was talking about earlier you want to you're going to want to map out like your son's situation because she grew a lot of shady vegetables because obviously her balcony only got about two to four hours of sunlight and as and that is the perfect amount of sunlight for a lot of things but some need more towards seven to eight hours of sunlight so that's a good thing to like look for um but that was fascinating to me and i was like that's so fucking cute i want to do that so bad i might do that this year because i'm planning on making one half of our 
backyard like a brilliant garden a brilliant garden situation very peaceful very very chic very very garden heavy I am so excited I'm like determined to grow everything myself this year and like kill it just kill the garden situation so yeah they're fun they're they're so nice to tend to every day um I truly miss it being a part of my morning routine in the winters I feel like I get a little seasonally like I experience seasonal depression but it's been hitting me even harder these winters because I have not had my hands in soil (laughs) I will sit in the soil for hours just and stare at like all the little things that my garden is growing for me and like it's just so magical so and putting your hands in soil is very grounding um there's a lot of charged ions in the soil that actually help a lot with your mental health um it's grounding it's grounding so it's magic i how many times can i actually say magic in this podcast episode yeah if you have any questions or need any guidance or just want to know more about my garden reach out to me on instagram at living.madly um we can chat about it i i'm still i mean i told you i'm only three years into this so obviously still have so much to learn but i feel like i've gotten down the basics and have tried a few different alternative methods that have worked and some have not so like I'm just trying to help you, but keep in mind, if this is your first time doing this, it's a trial and error situation. I mean, the I people get so obsessed with gardening because there's always something else to learn. Like last year, I didn't prune any of my things. I didn't even know what pruning was. And then somebody came over and was like, oh, you're not getting tomatoes because you're not pruning your shit. And I was like what does that even mean? And she was very true. Right. So uh, this year, I'm going to learn a lot about that. Another great resource is my friend Eric. I swear, go follow him on Instagram. He'll change your life. Actually, the Instagram to follow for him now is at Half Moon Farm. Um, I'll put that in the description of this episode too because that is a really fun account to follow. He is just so knowledgeable. He has a, if you didn't know who, okay, so for context, Rooney is a flower farmer in Lakewood, Colorado. He has a few acres, I believe, and grows medicinal flowers, vegetables. He does a CSA program. He has chickens. He has bees. He has literally everything in his garden and it's a farm and um it's like the cutest thing ever i i truly love to go there in the summers and get all my bouquet flower flower bouquets from him because he grows some beautiful fucking shit it's it's uh it's crazy i'm actually trying to have him on the podcast too he was supposed to be on last week but i got caught up i had to cover a shift for work and we had to reschedule yes so if you like this episode or if you like this podcast, I've never asked you to do this before, but please, if you've made it this far, you're a real one. So please, 
please, please take the next 30 seconds to rate and leave me a review. I, I genuinely am curious to read what your, what your thoughts are about this whole thing. Um, and when, when you leave a review, it helps other people like you find me. And that's all I'm at. That's all I want. I just want to talk to the world. Um, I just want to share stories with the world and I can only do that with the help of you. So yeah, if you do that, I'd be forever grateful. And maybe I'll send you a gift from the universe. Like if you do it, if you leave a review, that's it. That's what we'll do. If you leave a review, DM me about the review. Just say, hey, I left your review. I love your podcast. And then I will send you a gift from the universe. Boom. Because I'm no longer selling them because they're just like an extension of my heart. And I feel like they're um, priceless, in my honest opinion. And I want them to go to magic class people. So do that. I'll send you a gift from the universe and, and it'll be just fab. So until next time, my friends have the best day ever and I'll talk to you soon.